go to infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. So connected to the world of Nintendo, even Link knows where to find us. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. It is uh, a show that is numbered, and I can't remember that number. But if I stall (laughs) for long enough, as I introduce Justin, I can find you that number. How are you doing tonight, Justin? I am doing well and also trying to find that number. I usually have it right in front of me. 689. Um, gotcha. There, there we go. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ambigram. Yeah, actually, it is, yeah. Um, we, 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 we didn't uh, prepare anything, though, for this anagramic uh, episode. However... To be fair, we barely prepared the episode. <laughs> that, that's that's also true um but we I do have, some... have a couple of things to talk about i know justin has at least one maybe product review ish so uh yeah justin why don't you kind of take us away what, what what we got going on this evening oh um well first i want to say i actually have something to plug this week um i posted Dare you? a new blog on the disneyparkbench.com and uh, I am in the process of writing a review of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which will be on there as soon okay. as it's ready. So there's content coming, not as frequently as I would like, but, you know, that's what happens when you manage an entire website all by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to um, read that review because I don't know if I even want to watch that movie. You do. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. It, well, all it right. Was, I mean, spo- you know, no spoilers for the review or anything, but um, it was definitely one of the better of the five Indiana Jones movies. So I'd probably put it right about in the middle. So, like... Hey, I like... Last, I- Last Crusade and Raiders kind of flip-flop depending on the day. But sure. below that would be... Um, Dial of, Dial of Destiny, mm-hmm. and then I want to say Crystal Skull, and then Temple of Doom. Yeah, Temple of Doom was bad. Temple of Doom was pretty I bad. Don't, I don't think it's bad. It was just so inconsistent. Anyway, this isn't the, the uh, <laughs> Lucasfilm radio, so um, anyway, the DisneyParkBench.com. Blogs and reviews and, and other stuff when I have time for them. Also, yes, you were trying to segue into something. I wish I had it with me. It's actually upstairs. But it looks I'm huge. Excited. Is it huge? It's it's about palm size. Um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, I got a Pokemon Plus Plus, which has got to be one of the stupidest names of video saying stupidest named video game devices ever. Mm-hmm. And the and the best part is it isn't even like two plus signs or the word plus twice. It is the word and then the symbol. Anywho, yeah. Um, Try googling it. By so, the way, it's almost impossible. Oh um, dear. God, go ahead. Right. Um. So. Before this came out, I had the Pokeball Plus, which was the controller that came with or was released alongside the Let's Go uh, games, which was also compatible with Pokemon Go, which served most of the same functions. Um, right, I have that too. The difference was it was a Pokeball, so it was it was like small in size, but it bulged out because it was a sphere. The Pokemon Plus Plus is flatter so you can stick it in your pocket easier or you know like it comes with a lanyard so you can get you know like hang it around your neck easier oh, like cool. tuck it under your shirt but um it's bigger around so it's about palm size um i so what i discovered is you can only have one of those devices connected to your app at a time i could not connect the pokemon plus plus is it Pokemon oh. Plus Plus or Pokemon Go Plus Plus? Whatever. I, I don't the, even know, just, actually. Let me look at Let me go find out the official product name. Plus Plus Baby. Anyway, um, uh, I threw myself off there. So um, <laughs> you cannot sync the Pokemon Plus Plus with the app if you already have a Pokeball Plus or probably some other similar device connected to it. So you have to disconnect. Pokemon Go Plus Plus symbol. That's what I was afraid of. Yeah, so, um, but once you get it synced, it operates almost exactly like the Pokeball Plus 
does um, in that, you know, it'll vibrate and light up when you're near a, a Pokestop and you hit the button to spin it. Um, you can have it go off when there's a Pokemon nearby, hit the button to, like, automatically throw Pokeballs until it's caught. I don't use that feature because I don't like wasting my Pokeballs, but I definitely um, use the auto-spin feature because, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, it's really handy for when you're just, you know, walking around and don't want to have your phone in your hand. Um, or driving even, you know, driving around town. Right, yeah. I haven't tried it while while driving. Um, not that you should. They, we, we do not recommend playing video games while you drive. No, that you should you, with this device because it'll auto spin <laughs> you, right? You don't even got to push the button. You just put well, it in your you pocket. Have to, you have to slow down to, at least with a Pokeball Plus, you have to slow down to like oh, 20 miles an hour. I, I just to... I just spin what gets spun. Like if I'm driving and it's saying that it's too fast, well then I didn't get that one, you know? It's just like kind of random for what I get, but it still works. Yeah, I used to kind of go uh, go Pokestop hunting and just, uh, you know, uh, basically go around town and hit a bunch of Pokestops in a row mm -hmm. and, and just kind of slowly drive through town and grab a you bunch of stuff. You do have to go so. pretty slow. Usually I only get them when I'm like at a stoplight or whatever and there just happens to be a spin there, you know? Right. Um, so I haven't tried it with that yet, but... Um, you know, I imagine it probably works about the same. Uh, but yeah, I'll have more to report with that after I've had more of a chance to use it. But thus far, it seems to be at least as useful as the Pokeball Plus, so that's a good thing. Um, I will, I will continue to use it while I walk my dog and uh, try to use it some more. You know while driving around town and whatnot mm -hmm. and, you know, have and more I guess, to say about it later, but... Yeah, and segueing, I guess, into Pokemon Sleep, maybe you can try it with that. Right, which the app is not out yet, which kind of baffled me. As soon as I got it, the first thing I did was go to PokemonSleep.com, and there's links to download the app. Um, I have an iPhone, and the iOS version is not available yet. I don't know whether the Android one is available yet, so your mileage may vary. Probably by the time this podcast goes out, at least one of them will be available. Uh, but I'm eager to give that a try, especially since I have sleep apnea, so I'm wondering how that will affect... You oh, know, sure. like, like, will it tell me, you know, when I wake up or, you know, anything like that? You know, might be able to use that data, you know, medically. <laughs> sure, sure. It looks like it's going to be launching um, on the 20th is what I'm seeing. So it looks like um, probably tomorrow for <sighs> us on Thursday. But uh, we'll see, I guess. Uh, yeah, so aside from... Uh, aside from that, nothing new. I'm still using those uh, controllers I reviewed uh, two weeks ago. They're still working extremely well. Again, the only downside is I have to put actual Joy-Con on if I want to scan Amiibo or use like a wireless, um, sure, you know, controller. But considering how rarely I do that, it's been great. It's very comfortable. It's very responsive. The buttons and D-pad and everything are just the right size. Um, so, you know, I definitely... That's awesome. That still has my recommendation. I uh, I ordered myself the GameCube one. Still waiting for it to come in. Um, so hopefully that arrives here pretty soon. We'll see. Did you get, did you get the GameCube one and the standard one? No, just the GameCube one because I didn't want to fork over for both at the time. And I know that I that they get you for, with the free shipping. I think you have to pay like $90 for free shipping or something like that. So like, I think it's like, yeah, 99 or 100 <laughs> which yeah. was easy enough for me because, uh, you know, one of my kids wanted one too. So, mm, you know, I was, mm -hmm. it was easy enough to buy, you know, two pairs. And then I threw the GameCube one in just out of curiosity. So, um, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so. So, speaking of which, uh, later on, if uh, y'all want to hear some more Tears of the Kingdom spoilers, I beat the game a couple of days ago, so I'll be talking about that later, and 
I'll make it the last thing of the show so that uh, people who don't want any spoilers can just turn it off. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Well, then, I guess let me um, take the reins first on Change the System since uh, I guess that'll be spoiler... Less spoilery. But it's still probably going to be mostly Tears of the Kingdom because that's kind of really been my main jam. Um, I beat it... I can't remember if it was last week or the week before that I beat it, but I've still been playing it. Um, I, I Maybe minor spoilers, but I beat the game without um, having tackled all of the temples. And then I realized that there was, um, let's just say, more to the game after you do the four temples that I anticipated. <laughs> so um, I'm doing that more to the game that I anticipated now. Which is really cool, actually. That, that part was, I, um, I thought was pretty neat. Now I'm curious. We're definitely going to have to talk about this during the, the spoiler section. Because I'm curious what the end of the game is like when you don't have all of the temples, all of the sages. Because I, I did have all of them. So, you know, there's a certain cutscene, a certain thing that happens in the at the end of the game that right. refers to Brandon them, asked so. me the same thing so I'll tell you what I told him but yeah it was uh my experience was probably a little bit different than yours that's for sure um <laughs> yeah it's a I'm I, definitely not starting the game all over again just to find out <laughs> I, right well the, you might uh, if like DLC comes out and you have to like start a new game on like a different account or something like Master that for mode. that mode yeah, right. But uh, yeah, no, I've... Uh, um, so I completed the fourth temple. That one was cool. The um, the last one I ended up saving for myself was the, um, the Goron one. So I actually liked that one a lot. That one was pretty cool. It was probably the the weakest of the four temples, if I'm like being um, objective. But I thought the... Uh, Maybe again, maybe some minor spoilers here. So turn off for like 10 seconds if you don't want to hear. But there was like a, a Minecraft, as, a mine cart aspect of it. And I thought that was really cool. Like I was like, yeah, I, I'm really digging that. So, so again, minor kind of gameplay spoilers, no story spoilers here uh, yet. But I had, I, I also did not like the Fire Temple. And in fact, um, I'm pretty sure I did not complete the Fire Temple the way you're supposed to. Me um, neither. I got I frustrated what... and started just using Jonite devices to fly around. I it, I got frustrated and just started climbing around the buildings to get to them. And I don't know how you're supposed to do it. I'm going to have to watch a, a walkthrough or, or something like that. Because, yeah, after... God, it had to have been a couple of hours. Uh, I'm just like, I, I know where these things are. I don't know how to get to them, but I have enough stamina to climb around the outside of the building, so I'm just going to do that. And that's something you couldn't... Sure. Like, they must have known that that was an option and left it in, because in Breath of the Wild, they intentionally designed the Divine Beasts with that, you know, um, Sheikah material that doesn't allow you to climb on it, but... Uh, most, if not all, of the surfaces in Tears of the Kingdom's temples can be climbed on. So they must have known that that was something that people are going to want to do and uh, made that an option for them. You're going to have to edit because I, I vamped as long as I could, but I was basically talking about the fact that in Breath of the Wild you couldn't climb around the Divine Beasts, and in Tears of the Kingdom you can, and it must have been a conscious effort on Nintendo's part. Yeah, well, I would agree with that for sure, because the... Yeah, like, just the sheer amount of, like, hey, we're just going to kind of let you do whatever you want uh, in this game seems to be a lot more. It's just yeah. because of the fact that they gave you like this slip resistance and like you can get all these outfits that let you like just like glide around and it's, well, it's yeah, just like... like like i have the full um froggy armor and to be mm -hmm. honest i almost never use it because there are a hundred other ways to get to the top of a mountain sure that sure. climbing is probably the least that that i do you know yeah. you can you can ascend and they intentionally put like you know, Zonai 
um, rocks, whatever, sticking so the out ones of the that... so that you can ascend through it. Yeah, mm-hmm, and then you, mm-hmm. or you can build a a hot air balloon. You can attach a rocket to a shield. You can, or you'll you uh, have one of those rocks that are falling from the sky, and you can just time yeah. it. Yeah, it, there's just so many. I totally agree with you, and it uh, seems duck, like that is so intentional. Stack, if you stack Zona Springs, you get a, a higher jump out of them. So you can what? stack like two, three of them and hit them. And I did you not like know that. I'm going to have to I'm try that. I'm assuming that's the case because I've, whenever I needed to make a big jump in a uh, shrine or, or you know, a, a puzzle, they would give me more than one. So I'm assuming that the more of them you stack, the higher you jump. That totally makes sense. And and honestly, like whenever I see puzzles like that, I'll tell you what, I, I usually skip that entirely and just attach a bomb to my shield and just <laughs> bam, and then just like d- glide that way. Cause that's how I- I have not tried that. Now oh, that yeah. I've beaten the game, I really have to like do everything I can to break it. <laughs> oh yeah, I, like I'm telling you mostly, I would say probably 50% of the puzzles what I'm doing instead of like, you know, doing it the right way. I'm, I'm attaching like a bomb to my shield and just getting enough air to like get above what I need to do or like, you know, cause usually it's just like a gap you have to ascend and some kind of like puzzle to do it. And I'm like, nah, I got bombs and I'll just jump, hop right over it. Um, yeah, like, and, and again, Nintendo just seems to like not care. It's like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, this is do it the way that we want you to do it or do it the way that you want to do it. And however way you do it, it's fine by us. Yeah. And, and it is, it is just, it's, it's fun. Like as anybody who's listened to this show for the past couple of months knows it's (laughs) such a fun game that it's pretty much the only one we've been playing yeah totally i I, again like the only other one that i think i've been playing has been pokemon go so i guess if it's still my change of system i'll talk about that a little bit the um booted up uh, one or two other games in the past couple of weeks but so insignificant that i can't even remember what they were yeah, I I will do the same thing. Like I'll boot up like uh, Game Pass to see what's new, download some stuff, or like just like stream it because it has that ability too. And I'm always coming back to to Tears of the Kingdom, but um, Pokemon Go still has my interest, even though again Niantic's kind of been shady lately. But um, you know, there at least the there's still a bunch of new events going on. Um, some that are paid, most that are not, and. Um, I, I don't think I've paid for an event for a, at least a month. But in anyways, uh, in any case, yeah, Pokemon Go is still going. The one thing that I'll say about it is if it, it it's just the way that I collect shiny Pokemon, basically. So every time that I'm playing that game, all I'm doing is shiny hunting. That's what they might as well just call it, Pokemon Shiny Go or something like that. But... Um, yeah, the the shinies are really really helping me to increase my Pokemon Home account. I think is what it's called. It used to be, I think it's Pokemon Home. Might have been called. Might be yeah. Pokemon Bank. Okay, Pokemon Home. Yeah. No, Pokemon I, Bank was the old one. Now it's Pokemon Home. Okay. Well, I ran out of Pokemon space in Pokemon Home because of Pokemon Go. So that's kind of like my next thing is like, God, I got to go delete a bunch of Pokemon that are in my Pokemon. I think I've booted it up once. I'm pretty sure I have the subscription because it's what, like five bucks a year? Yeah, I think it's like three or yeah, three or five bucks a year. Yeah. But uh, but I've booted it up like maybe one time per device just to log in and sure, you know, get whatever freebie it's going to give me for logging in. And then and then I've forgotten about it. I'm not. I'm. As listeners will know, I am not the Pokemon guy in the group. <laughs> I don't think... Well, I guess you might... You Well, there's only two of us now, so you kind of are. I guess I'm the Pokemon guy by default, right? Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's still I do want to get back into Legends Arceus, but, you know, with Breath or Tears of the Kingdom out there, like, I only got room for one open world game. Sure. Yeah, and I still need to get back to Scarlet Violet myself because I, I kind of put that one by the wayside. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of Pokemon Go. They've had a lot of new updates to the like user interface, so that's been interesting. But um, yeah, that's kind of it there. Um, I guess shifting gears real quick back into Tears of the Kingdom, I want to tell <clears throat> one story before I toss it off to you. <clears throat> so... Um, 
Yeah, maybe this is probably a little bit minor spoiler. So I guess if you, sorry if this is a short show if you don't want to hear any Tears of the Kingdom spoilers, but we're going to kind of get into it now. So like maybe uh, maybe turn off, see you next week type of thing. Otherwise, um, here's your warning. So after the fourth temple, there's a fifth temple apparently. And... Um, that's what I'm kind of doing now, doing the quests to get to that. I haven't actually, at least I don't think, gotten into the fifth temple. Right now what I'm doing is assembling what looks like like a mech or something like that. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now in the depths doing all that stuff. But I have to say that the, <clears throat> the quests leading up to that, I think it's called like Secret of the Ring Runes or whatever. That's a really cool quest. I like the, um, the Lanaru or whatever his, the, the, the village is called. I like that guy. He's a cool dude. And I like the um, Calip, the like cowardly assistant. He's just funny. Um, so like um, it, I, I kind of enjoyed that quest a lot. You don't know who I'm. You don't seem to the know. The names who I'm are vaguely about. familiar, but I can't. I can't retrieve in my brain who you're, <laughs> who or what you're talking about. I, I for whatever reason they just stuck so, out with me. Just so much. There is so much. There's There's so much too to much. do in this game, and I've been playing it uh, for 265 hours or more wow. at this point. Wow. So I guess, yeah, why don't you talk about your Tears of the Kingdom experience at this point? Because I kind of want to hear um, your perspective now that we've already had a spoiler cast with me. So what, what you got? Well, all right. So I beat the story the other night. Um, and. Uh, wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, uh, Lucas, if you still listen to this show, this is the game that you, I think you wanted Breath of the Wild to be. Mm -hmm. The story, um, the just the lore, the every everything about it is is like, it, it's it's phenomenal. And the ending, like I was expecting a a long grueling battle was i was not expecting and again spoilery here so if you mm -hmm. don't want to know anything mm -hmm. shut it off good afternoon good evening and good night um i was not expecting the long grueling journey to the final battle right so it was like so it was like one o'clock in the morning and i'd watched an episode of ghost adventures or something like that and i'm like all right i've got an hour or so before i'm ready to go to bed, I'm gonna finish this game. An hour later, I had only <laughs> just gotten to the final boss, or still had yet to get to the final boss. And, and I guess so, now you can see how I accidentally got to Ganon because I honestly did not realize that that journey leading up to him was yeah. like actually the final boss, you know, until it was too yeah, late. Yeah, and if so. you follow, and if you follow the story and do all the all the temples and everything before, then like there's a quest that leads you to the realization that that is where you'll you'll find him right and so then it tells you to go that way so i had already gotten to that point i already knew where he was anyway but i had already sure. gotten to that point story-wise so i knew that this was this was you know the final countdown sure um, and i i know you warned me that it was going to be really difficult everybody's like you make sure you're prepared to go down there Oh my god, I was overprepared <laughs> as heck. Oh, overprepared. Okay. Overprepared. Now, I had um duplicated about 35-ish fairies before that was mm -hmm. patched out, and mm -hmm. I had used I had 18 fairies left when I went to challenge Ganondorf. By the end of the game, I still had all eighteen of those fairies. Oh, not me. All, all of my, all of the armor that I wore on the way down there and during the battle was fully, like, maxed out. So I had mm -hmm. the maximum defense. Like, I went down there with the um, trousers of the wild, the cap of the wild, and the champions of leather, which, as far as I know, is the highest defense you can possibly have. Right. Um, before I went down into the depths, I ate a meal that gave me 30 minutes worth of maximum attack boost. Sure. So I could take down most of the enemies down there with just a few hits. Um, the battle against Ganondorf was, I think, maybe each 
phase was only about 10 hits before oh my god <laughs> it ended oh no that was not my experience at all <laughs> um what else oh um i spent days beforehand going around and uh, first of all again i'm still on 1.1.2 so there are a couple of duplication glitches that i can still do including the the one where um you hold you you get down to like one item of of each in your inventory you mm -hmm. jump off you eat one and then you hold five of another and mm -hmm. then switch to the map and then it so it's basically similar to the b and y duplication right. glitch just a little more involved and you can only do 21 at a time right um but I still have that in my game. So what I'd done was I'd gone down into the depths and taken down a silver Lionel, which, again, with the high defense and high attack, was a lot easier than <laughs> than it really should have been, especially with all of the, the sages helping. Oh, my, my first silver Lionel that I took out was actually in the lead-up to Ganon, because I think that's, like, the last of the, like, enemies that you have to fight. And I it worked me. even... I didn't even bother with that one. I just blew right past it. Oh, no. Um, he worked me. He got me good. There's there's a silver vinyl, a silver moblin, and a gloom spawn. I did mm -hmm. not even bother with any of them. I'm I didn't like, know you could bypass that. I didn't know you could do that. Okay. If you just keep moving and they don't catch up to you, eventually they lose interest. Oh I don't gosh. even think the silver vinyl saw me. Like, I think I managed to sneak by it without it even knowing I was there. <laughs> sure. Um, well, that, that was the I first one that I ever took out. And then I just duplicated all of those right there then and now. I was like, I need your horn. Yeah, yeah exactly. The The Lionel horn is the highest attack you, um, you can fuse. It's 55 mm -hmm. points of attack. So basically, I duplicated a bunch of those and a bunch of the other silver Lionel pieces that are like 51, 45, whatever. Right. I duplicated a bunch of those and fused them to a bunch of already high attack level weapons and a bunch of one high attack one-handed weapons because I love the one-handed weapons. Same. Um, especially when you're like dueling with somebody. When you're just kind of mm -hmm. going up against a bunch of enemies, the two hands are great because you can just spin, 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 spin and get hit. Or, after or a big hand. enemy like a Gleok no. once you like bring it down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, the best thing about the Gleok is getting right in between two heads so that you get hit. One yeah. On each side. Yeah. Um, totally. But uh, so yeah, I, I I fused these 55 damage parts to all of my you know like 50 damage swords and and 20 damage one-handed swords and and all of that. Um, I stocked up on high um, high damage you know high attack high durability bows. Um, my God, I wiped the floor with everything <laughs> down there. Um, that when, when, so, I don't know whether I talked about this on the podcast. I know we talked about this, like, like, yeah, you know, on our own mm -hmm. at some point. But the gloom spawn, which is the things that show up with all the hands and the right. eyes and all that, right? I discovered almost by accident the easiest way to take those out is to either get a wall between you or get uh, uh you know like the high ground just high enough so it can't reach you right and set up a zoni device with like the flamethrower the laser beam the the frost they so what i did was i saved one of those to my to your auto build you know, to, yeah so so when i got to the uh uh, what do you call it? You know, the mobs right before you enter the final battle. Mm -hmm. All I did was just build one of those and stand off in the corner and just watch it take one after another out God. while the sages did all the rest of the work. And so I just kind of stood there. I was sure. like, I was like a soccer goalie. I'm like, <laughs> all right, if something comes to me, I'll knock it out. But otherwise, I'm just going to, you know, do my taxes. Right. Um, and again, I still had double attack. I had maximum, um, you know, maximum defense. Uh, I had plenty of meals that restored spawn damage. I had plenty of meals that restored full hearts and gave extra hearts. Right. So, like, I didn't die once during that whole battle. But I was not expecting Ganondorf to do permanent damage. 
Right. And I got right. to a certain point where I was not able to find the attack window because, as as you know, like after he you know charges himself up, he basically becomes like the Dark Link. Like right. he can do all the things that Link can do. So if you right. lunge at him, he'll dodge and flurry rush you. Mm-hmm. So there was a certain point where I'm like, if I don't find the exact spot to attack him, he's just going to whittle me down to zero hearts and I wouldn't be able to recharge them because once he hits mm-hmm. you, that heart is gone. Right. Um, I mean, you get it back after, at the end of the game, but but through the course of that battle to the end of the to the end of the game, if he hits you with a certain attack, that heart is gone and you can't restore it. You can't recharge it. Mm-hmm. It's just gone. Mm-hmm. That's what did me in, actually, because I was really bad. And I, Brandon talked about this, too. I, I'm just really bad at parrying and f- even the flurry rush. I'm kind of bad at that, too. I'm, and that's kind of the I'm only way to beat him. At, I'm bad at parrying, although the I did... Once I learned the timing of the like the shield parry, mm-hmm. um, I was able to to hit him a few times with that. But really, the the best way to do it is wait for him to lunge at you, dodge to the side, mm-hmm. flurry and rush, flurry, and flurry rush him. That's about the only way I can take down Lionel's too. Is that dodge to the side and flurry rush? Mm-hmm. Um, the backflip and flurry rush, I can never get the timing right on that. Um, a shield parry is. Hit or miss for me. Yeah, I've gotten pretty good at it just because of, you know, taking down the Guardians in Breath of the Wild, knowing exactly when to parry their laser beam back at them. But, you know, that's a muscle memory I've kind of lost. So sure. um, Yeah, so that was that was a, a grueling battle. And I probably went through a few meals just trying to keep myself alive during that. Right. Um, But so. Before fu- before that, let, let, let's talk about before that, okay. because I think this is where you had a question about my experience. Um, right. Be- so. So, yeah, it's it, again, spoilery. If you're still listening, you're you're you, it's too late. You're already hearing all this stuff. Right. Um, so, of course, you know, once you drop down to the lowest point of the depths, they start throwing mobs at you and all of your sages that you've you know, worked with, show up to fight this battle with you. And at some point during Ganondorf's battle, all of the sages come in and fight alongside you. What happens if you don't have all the sages? Because you have to, like, all of the old bosses show up and, mm-hmm. and you know, all of this. So, like, do they just not show up or... Yeah, so that's what happened for me. I, I apparently I had two sages that I was missing for my fight. So the the other three still showed up to like fight the mobs, you know, and they're like, "You you have my sword and my axe," and you know that basic scene. <laughs> um, um, but um, the thing was when Goma came because I hadn't beaten the Goron one. I actually had to um, fight the Goma, oh. and then okay, so it's. So it's similar to Breath of the Wild, where any bosses you don't uh-huh. take down, you still have to take them. Uh, see, I was wondering about that, because, yeah, in mine, because I had all five sages, um, you know, when all the bosses showed up, they just said, we'll handle this, you go on ahead. And yeah. it it was a cutscene, and then, you know, the door closed, and Link was on his own. Um, That's pretty so much where if, all of my... If, troubles came honestly because i had never fought the goma yet before so obviously i didn't know how to do it it was easy once i figured out the weak point but apparently goma's a lot easier when you have the goron on your side exactly because you can launch him launch legs and it's like one hit (laughs) exactly so what i was doing is i was like laying bomb traps or trying to use like bomb arrows or whatever which was effective but it was just harder and then but the, the my bigger challenge was the fifth sage because um uh, as I was alluding to in the beginning of this change the system spoiler section, there's like a mech thing that apparently you are um, assembling in that fifth temple. And I didn't have that. So when I was fighting that boss, I think it's called like a construct something or another. But anyways, when I was fighting that, I was fighting it as Link. And boy, howdy, did I lose a lot of freaking hearts on that one. Because... or fairies rather because 
during that fight, you're supposed to knock the construct against like the rink or whatever, you know, like the and then electrify right. it. Yeah, I, well, I was trying to think. Like, I was almost gonna say there wasn't a boss for that fifth stage, but yeah, there was, and that was actually one of the tougher bosses in the game too. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, and it was hard as hell I with think Link. I went through a I think I went through a few fairies, and, you know, you already have the sage at that point. Right. Yeah, no, and so I was doing it basically as Link. So after, I'm not, I'm seriously not kidding. I must have used, like, at least 30 to 40, to maybe even 50 fairies on this one section alone. After I was just, like, using my regular weapons, I tried everything. I tried, like, Master Sword. I tried, like, fusing, like, a Lionel thing. I tried, like, bombs. I tried, like, every, I tried everything. And then I finally had to just look it up. I was like, okay, what am I doing here? Because, um, again, at that point, I didn't realize yeah, so that... There was a there was like a fifth temple, so I was like, "What am I even yeah. googling here?" And then it led me down a rabbit hole to realize that, well, crap, I don't have yeah. the um, the right equipment here. So I had to go down another rabbit Reddit rabbit hole where I found some <laughs> random person that did the same thing that I did, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, I just you, go to YouTube." You're kind of right. That's well, probably YouTube what I should have done. Or IGN or you know one of those. Um, I don't even bother with with other user content it's probably um, what i should have done i have a i have an app on my phone um it's it's available for both uh ios and um and android uh called tears companion oh. um, and it is the best app for tears of the kingdom he also the same it. developer has made some for has made one for breath of the wild has made ones for um, all of the other HD Zelda games that have come out. Um, I think there's mm -hmm. one for Skyrim. There's one for sure. uh, Cyberpunk. These are fantastic apps, and I actually paid uh, paid to unlock everything on all the of Breath it, yeah. of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom ones because I'm like, these are amazing apps. I want these features, and I want to support this developer. So uh, Tears Companion, Breath Companion, and look up everything else that this person has, has developed because they are the most useful apps. Uh, I might have for, to check that out because yeah. it would have totally been freaking useful for my freaking dumb conundrum. But yeah, what I ended up doing was I just used uh, an ice arrow of some sort to freeze it, but it only freezes for like I'm like a second, like literally a second. So you're able to like run up to it, push it to the edge, and then you have to get like the master sword or some other like sword where you can do a spin attack, and then that will um, knock him just enough to hit the um, the rope. Rinse and repeat about a hundred times and you beat this stupid guy. But it was hard yeah, with just so, Link. It was hard. Yeah, so and you'll discover this eventually and it's not really a spoiler because you looked it up, but when you fight that boss um, you know, in the, in the temple section um, you're in more or less an arena looking space so mm -hmm. you 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 know just by looking at it oh i gotta knock it knock it backwards or right. you know i gotta you know make it run into things so it's it telegraphs it a little bit better in the temple so you know like if you don't have like this arena thing around you that's basically saying hey, I'm here for a reason. I can't yeah. imagine how you would figure out how to be because it took me a few minutes to figure it out even with that there. Yeah, um, I, I mean, it, it has like the electrified, it just drops you into like this thing with like electrified ropes and then it's like, okay, yeah. have fun. Uh, but uh, obviously with the assumption, well, no, I guess there would be no assumption there, right? Because if you're fighting it at the end, obviously you never did it in the temple. So maybe Nintendo could have telegraphed that a little better. Or maybe I'm just dumb. But yeah, it was, it was... I mean, that, that was hard. Like basically what I fought it in, and it took me about five minutes to figure it out. So, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I died at least once. You know, like, if I get to a certain point and I use a fairy and I'm not willing to accept that I used a fairy, I'll just reload. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, and that um, was honestly part of my other issue is that, because I actually wanted to, I was like, no, I don't actually want to beat the game right now. But I was forced into <laughs> it kind of because of my own doing because I'm invincible, I couldn't die. I literally had like 120 fairies. So like, um, you couldn't now, warp out, you couldn't- Okay, you can't warp out. Mm -mm. I know that you can't place, uh, uh, you know, like the, one of the warp points, you cannot right. place it in the depths down, down there. You can after you beat the game. So after you beat the game, it, 
you res you restart the game at the mm -hmm. last save point right before you drop down to that battle. Right. And right. after you've gotten the little star next to your profile, you can actually set a warp point there. So if you ever want to That's go, good to know. Yeah, you you don't have to go through the whole gauntlet of, of enemies again. Um it's good to know. But yeah, I was I reached that point. I'm like, this has to be the end. This has to be. I saw the the platform. I'm like, this has to be the end of the game. Let me put a point here so if I ever so if I die or if I have to quit the game, I can just warp back to it. And it says you can't use this here. I'm like, <laughs> sure, <laughs> right. And oh my god, I remember thinking to myself, oh well, this should be a piece of cake because I've got all the sages fighting alongside me. And you reach a certain point where it just says. The sages cannot follow you anymore. I'm like, no! <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I kind of forgot about that too. I, that kind of freaked yeah. me out. I was like, oh, I, I can't even use like my my wind thing or anymore. Like, yeah, yeah no. It's, so, uh... so when that the mob of of bokoblins sh showed up, and I'm like, oh crap, I have to fight all these by myself. And the sages actually showed up. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, they, they, they show up after, like, you beat a couple of them and you're, like, panicking. They're like, hey, Link, I'm here. I'm like, oh, thank God, because I needed you. Now, before we talk about the, the, the ending ending, yeah. I got to talk about the final um, phase of the boss battle. Which sure. That was exactly what I had hoped the final boss of Breath of the Wild was going to be because sure. you know in the the trailers in the the opening cutscenes, all you see is this serpentine mass of malice flying around mm -hmm. with with mm -hmm. Ganon's big pig head, and you know the climbing mechanic was you know such a huge thing in Breath of the Wild that I thought oh you're gonna go to the castle and you're gonna have to climb around the castle and climb on this dragon and attack it like right you know, Colossus style. And so when I got to the castle and, you know, it was this weird spidery thing that didn't look like anything that Ganon had ever looked like before. I'm like, what the hell is this thing? Right. Um, and, and I mean, it was still an epic battle, but it was not at all what I expected. Um, and then even like the Dark Beast Ganon, like they totally could have Shadows of the Colossus that and have you climb on the outside. Right. Of it and just ride the horse around in circles and shoot at targets like like the boss the final boss like it was an epic presentation but the battle itself was just so blah totally and the battle of this is so epic like from the from the first duel with ganondorf to the second duel with ganondorf mm -hmm. to the dragon section like that is exactly what i was hoping for in Breath that of the dragon Wild. section so he, i i yeah, literally so paused it and i was like i, I had to like i put the, con and the I controller down and i was just like this is just so cool this is just yeah, so cool and 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 like you if you have found all the memories like there's kind of some foreshadowing leading up to to sure. that moment but even i didn't see that coming like even when he pulled the jewel out of his forehead it, I'm like, what the hell is he doing? And then, and then, and then he swallowed. I'm like, oh crap! <laughs> right, right. Like, cause, cause you see on the wall, you know, like the the things that you like when you blow up all the all the rocks, you can see, you know, the all the phases. Oh of the yeah, I forgot wall, about that. And there's a dragon. I'm like, oh, apparently, you know, the light dragon shows up to help you at the end. And well, I was not expecting the Ganon dragon to show up at the end. Well, I actually so didn't even awesome. put, I didn't piece that together, but I took pictures of that, of like those hieroglyphs yeah, so actually. I'm going to have to go, yeah, I, I'm sure, yeah. I was I mean, like, oh, can, this is so go, cool, I have to take pictures. Yeah, I mean, you can you can go back, yeah, oh yeah, I was taking pictures of everything. Um, I'm going to have to like rearrange my house so that I can put one <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, I only have spaces for three. I have a picture of the gloom spawn that I took like early on in the game when I first saw it. I have mm -hmm. a picture of Phantom Ganon, or no, not, it's, it's either Phantom Ganon or just, you know, like the corpse Ganon in the Sanctum where you fight right. him earlier in the game, right? which you might not have done, so I might have just spoiled something for you. No, but... I, did the, I, I did that after the fact, but yeah. 
okay. All right, yeah. So so I have a picture of him there on one of the other walls, and then another picture is, is the light dragon. But, yeah, that final section with the dragon was like, this is what I wanted out of Breath of the Wild. This is how I wanted to fight Ganon, and I was so thrilled to... It took me a few minutes to even figure out what to do. Like, I'm shooting same. arrows at yeah, his face. Same. I'm... I'm like trying to like pick pieces off of it like you do with the regular dragons and then after a few minutes of flying around I saw that little glint of something that wasn't quite right I'm like oh you gotta hit the glowing eyeball yeah <laughs> yeah well I, I was at first for me I thought I was so I'm a dummy I thought I was actually controlling the light dragon I was like this is so cool and then I was like oh wait I'm not actually controlling this thing I'm supposed to go fight the yeah like at, at one <laughs> yeah, I was confused by it too and then at one point like it says press B to jump down I'm like oh crap I have to go I have to go do this by hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's what I, yeah, I was Yeah, I thought at. the same thing, that the light dragon was going to be, you know, basically my vehicle for this thing. And, and yeah, but that was that was intense. And it was it's like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> that was like, my experience, too. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, this is so much more than I expected. And when you when you finish it and, and Raru and Sonya show up and... Like, I got so emotional at that point. Same. Yeah. Because especially if you watch the memories. And again, spoiler, if you if you want to go to the final boss before watching all the memories, don't. But if you're doing that, here's some story spoilers. <laughs> if you yeah. watch all the memories and you see what happens, like, I'm like, this is it. Like, Zelda's gone forever. Gone, yeah. This dragon forever. Like, there's probably no way to save her. They say there's no way to save her. So when... Rauru and Sonya show up and they merge, you know, their power with Lynx and mm -hmm. turn her back into a human. I'm like, oh my god, they saved... Like, I've never gotten this excited about a story moment in a Zelda game, except maybe when when Sheik revealed right. know, who they were. And, and then after that, they have that, like, last little gameplay bit where you have to, like, dive after Zelda. Oh, I've yeah. never pushed A so hard in my life. Never! <laughs> I almost want to... I'm sure it's probably programmed so you can't fail it. Right. Um, and there's actually a similar scene, oddly enough, at the end of uh, Lego City Undercover. Oh! Where you're, where you're diving and you have to rescue somebody and, you know, you're plummeting towards the earth. So it was a weird throwback for me. But, yeah, like, that was... Again, Lucas, if you're listening... Well, hopefully you're not listening because you hate Yeah, spoilers. this part, yeah. Uh, but, but... But yeah, this is definitely the the Zelda game that Lucas wanted Breath of the Wild to be because yeah. I have never been so emotionally charged by a Zelda game. Um, Probably since Skyward Sword for me. The Kingdom. Yeah, same. Even Skyward Sword just seemed. I mean, other than like the whole thing with Groose, most of Skyward Sword sure. just seemed so, you know, pedestrian to me. Like there was a compared lot more to this. Yeah, there's a lot more story than there was in other Zelda games, but it was still very, you know, go from temple to temple, charge up the MacGuffins, right. fight the big battle at the end. like like, And the way this took the open-air concept of Breath of the Wild but managed to tell a linear story within it um, is just really impressive and yeah i still have so many more things to do um just so many yesterday more. i activated the last of the light roots in the depths um and mm -hmm. now i'm just kind of working my way through you know the rest of the shrines um there are tons of side quests to do i skipped most of the uh the dude holding the sign like i saved oh, most right. of those for 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 later Addison. um any any of the Koroks who I need to find my friend, I either completely ignored those or you know created Put a little mark on your map or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that too. <laughs> um, uh, so so there's just so much more for me to do. So like I don't feel like I've with Breath of the Wild after I beat the game there was almost a feeling of well what else can I do now like yeah there's lots mm -hmm. of stuff for me to find and do but like there's no you know but even now I'm like I want to find all the stuff I want to do all the stuff and I want to 
battle Ganondorf again. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, and I've been dying to go back to Breath of the Wild and redo the ending of that game, because I only ever beat it once. And that sure. was, like, maybe six months after the game came out. I only did that final battle once. And I feel like I have to go back and do that now. Um, I've got two saves that I can do that. I can go back to my original Wii U save and oh, right. do it in normal mode. Or I can do my master mode save on the Switch, um, which makes me nervous. Like, I'm pretty overpowered in, in the, my master mode save, but there's still the whole recharging health thing that I'm not a big fan of fighting sure. Ganon. Uh, oh, but, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is, oh, man, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and, and, and Calamity Ganon... And, <clears throat> Pardon me, Calamity Ganon in particular, like, you can only attack him if you open him up to attack, so it's not mm -hmm. even like you can wail on him and just, you know, whittle him down like right. you can with most other enemies. It's more like fighting a Lionel. Yeah, um, you know what I just realized, too? I, I, thinking about Breath of the Wild now, the one cool aspect about this game that I, um, they didn't have in Breath of the Wild is the bosses, right? Because I guess all the bosses were kind of like some form of Ganon, right? There was like the Thunderblight yeah. Ganon. So I really do appreciate now more in retrospect that the, um, the bosses were so unique. I was probably more thrilled than I should have been to see Goma return. Yeah, me too. Like, well, I was confused Goma's because I thought kind of, I, I, I thought yeah. Goma was part of like the final run or whatever. I was like, oh, cool. Goma's like uh, what's his face? Yeah. His buddy. Yeah, when 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 I saw this, this crab looking thing show up in the fire temple, I'm like, please tell me this is a Goma. Please tell me this is a Goma. I'm like, yes, it's a Goma. I don't know why I'm thrilled about this. It's I was excited a, too, though. Yeah, it's just a crab with an eye, but the... But it's the iconic, they, though. They, yeah, the fact that they brought this this iconic boss back for the game was so exciting. Um, the fact that you can get all of the amiibo items and armor just by exploring the world. You don't have to scan an amiibo. Right. It's not exclusive anymore. It sucks not having Wolf Link anymore, but you've got the sages sure. which surge serve basically the same purpose like i, I don't want to yeah, sit here and true. gush about tears of the kingdom because it's all we've done for the past couple of months but uh, i mean it really does how can you not like, almost right it really does feel like they listened to um all of the the criticisms of breath of the wild and fix them like even the weapon durability even though the weapons still break the fact that you can fuse weapons or fuse items to mm -hmm. weapons to either create a weapon on the fly or enhance or strengthen a weapon in the middle of a battle. Like, there right. are so many times where I'm fighting a bunch of enemies and I'm like, oh crap, I don't have anything with nearly high enough attack to make this easy. So I'll either fuse a, a horn that just dropped through my weapon or I'll go off to the side where I'm safe and just drop something on the ground and fuse that to my weapon. Right. If you if you fuse Zonai um, parts to Zonai weapons, it gives them an added mm -hmm. like bonus to it. Um, so you can do that. Like I've I've got I don't think I have a single weapon in my inventory now that isn't fifty attack or more. I've got one that's mm -hmm. like hundred and nineteen. Cause Right. Cause uh, like I brought the the double gloom club to with me uh -huh. to fight Ganondorf because you know I thought that 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 I would need that I didn't even bother using it I don't even think you can <laughs> sure. use it I think it forces you to use the master sword no matter what you do and my master sword had a Lionel horn fused to it <laughs> right. so every attack like you've got the sixty attack it already does in the presence of gloom and then you add fifty five to that so like I said. Every time I hit Ganondorf, it took off, like, a tenth of his health. Right, <laughs> like, right. So, like, there was the thrill of the battle, but there wasn't the fear that he was going to completely demolish me. <laughs> sure. I, I'm i excited to go back and mollywop that 
fooled once I had, because I'm um, actually going through the process of upgrading all my stuff. I finally found the fairies. That's cool too, by the way. That is just cool. The It's like, definitely much better than Breath of the Wilds. Here, pay me lots of money. Right. Like, you have yeah. to do a quest in order to unlock them. And it's an interesting quest that uses the abilities that the game provides. Yeah, totally. And the the biggest thing about the that the thing that quest for me is that what I was a hundred, probably two hundred hours in, and I'm seeing new stuff. Like there's there's when you I think you and Brandon said something about it. Like there was like musicians or whatever. I was like I haven't seen any musicians. And then there's just all of these like traveling musicians. Like there's one stuck in a hole that you have to save, and it's like I I found him by I, accident. I was exploring. <laughs> I was ex just exploring that area, and I found this guy in a hole, and I rescued him, and then discovered that he was one of the musicians. I'm like, oh well, that will save me time later on. <laughs> yeah, I, it's uh, it is incredible how much game is packed inside this game because sure like you know if you break it down there's probably like you know this six seven different korok quests or there's like six seven eight different type of shrine quests when you really boil them down right but like since there's so much other stuff you know, it almost doesn't matter because, okay, cool, but then I have to do this quest to find all these instrument guys, or I, there was this, that quest that I was talking about earlier for the Lanaru guy, there was like a thunder island in the sky that I had never been to, you oh, know, so yeah, like there's yeah, just yeah. so much I game. That, I thought that was going to be another temple. Like, and right. then when I got to the end of it, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. What is this supposed to do? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I, I, I was kind of in the same predicament. Opened, yeah, I thought that was how you opened up the, the entry to the to the last to the last sage. And I'm like, what the heck? Right. But there, yeah, there's just, just so much gauntlet of, of going just higher and higher and mm -hmm. higher and higher. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, this and I swear I probably have completed as many quests before I found them as I have found quests and then followed <laughs> them. Like, the sure. number of times where I've gone and talked to an NPC and they're like, oh, God, I've got this terrible situation. Oh, you solved that already? Great. Here's a prize. <laughs> yeah, right. And because, and then it, that's funny you mentioned that because where in Breath of the Wild, there wouldn't even be a quest there, right? There might be like a Moblin Den or something like that. Or yeah, like maybe. something wouldn't happen unless you triggered it. But yeah. here, like, you can just find an NPC out in the middle of the world and you help them out. And then you go to discover like 50 hours later that that was part of another entirely like different quest that once you talk to the right NPC, you've already completed it like, right it's just this this like oh exploration is rewarding like it's always been rewarding but it's just so much more rewarding in this one yeah even if it's just like a okay cool the the you know the carrot at the end of the stick for this one is just some like random item but you know what some, i can use some that food item that i'll never eat <laughs> right so, but you know whatever like the the journey to get there was actually fun you know like i enjoyed it like i found i've been doing and i know we probably got to wrap this up soon but i've been doing some of these quests now for um i think they're called monster hunters or whatever there's just like these troops of like people like traipsing throughout the land those I are fun they're just so fun I I stumbled onto the one in Hyrule Field by accident. I knew they existed because, of course, they were in, like, the trailers and stuff like that. But I didn't know how to trigger them. And I found the one in Hyrule Field completely by accident. And after you finish one of them, yeah, the quests show up in yeah. your, in your um, adventure log. So you can actually seek out all the other ones. And, yeah, that's something I've yet to do and, and go. There's uh, you know, so much game. prizes for that. Like, I just did a long string of, of quests, and when it got to the end of it, I got such a lame and pointless prize, but I'm like, the quest was so much fun, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too, you know? Like, there's, um, I can't even remember what, I, I remember early on, you told me to do this quest, and I can't even think about it right now, but it was like, you know, the, there's so... Oh, the one in Hateno Village. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that that one was a really cool quest, and it actually like you know, 
you have to, I don't even remember what you do but at the end of the yeah. um, at the end of the quest line you're like make such an you know at least for me such an impact on these people's lives quote unquote you know like it's just like ah it's so I love this yeah and and again anybody who didn't hear that episode like it is the Terrytown quest of this game go to yeah. Hateno Village you know, talk to people go into the clothing shop which is the same one as, as was in uh, uh uh, Breath of the Wild, but like start that string. Like I, I think I spent about an hour, hour and a half just doing that that quest mm -hmm. line because I knew what the end was, the, what the end prize was, and I wanted it. Uh, but again, the journey to it was just as thrilling, if not more thrilling, than right. the actual you know carrot at the end of the at the end of the you know the piece of cheese at the end of the maze because right yeah like just like Terrytown you just have this profound effect on all these characters that like you don't you don't expect in this sort of open world game where you just randomly encounter characters especially you don't expect if you played Breath of the Wild right either you know because there was just nothing like that in Breath of the Wild there was like yeah I, I guess Terrytown was probably the closest we got to something like that. But again, there's and and like the the uh, the water, you know, the 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 water temple or you know the elephant. Oh yeah, uh, one yeah. Where it's it stops raining. Like right. that's pretty much the only like major change to the world is Terrytown and ending the storm at the the Zora's domain. Right, which, but there's there's know, things like that <laughs> everywhere in this game. Everywhere, yeah. like I feel like there's. Ev all kinds of every that. time you f every time you finish a temple it has a a major effect on on the world and yeah like there's oh, we're we're repeating ourselves but, um, <laughs> it's i i know i know and, and we're like, sorry I, listeners I hate, but this is this I, game. I hate it's to just... gush about it i hate to repeat myself but it's just such a great game and and I'm excited to finally be able to talk about these spoilery things with, with somebody else because, yeah, that final battle was amazing. The final cutscenes were amazing. The fact that you actually battled Ganon as a dragon, which was what I always wanted from the first moment I saw Calamity Ganon in Breath of the Wild. Like, that was how I wanted that battle to go. And it was, it's just so, like, the whole thing is just so rewarding. The Very satisfying. on the weight. Yeah, the gauntlet on the way to Ganondorf, I was not expecting at all, and mm -hmm. it made getting there so satisfying, especially since, like you said, once you start that gauntlet, you can't warp out, you can't, you don't get help with your help from your sages, you can't set a warp point um, to go back to later, so you're pretty much at the mercy. You either back out completely, or you press forward, so, like, you really feel like you're like you are charging towards something whereas you know in breath of the wild all you have to do is walk into the sanctum and the final battle begins no matter what you've done or haven't yeah, done or yeah what you're prepared for and so this is just like telling you something big is coming <laughs> yeah totally it was very sad i don't you i i'm I feel like, off, and this will be my final thought here, I, I feel like often after I beat a game, I am left um, wanting, you know, like I'm just, there's just like a, like a sour taste in my mouth or something even, you know, like, uh, or even when you watch a movie and like the ending is unsatisfying, there was none of that with this game, you know, like everything yeah. was just so well crafted and um, by the end of it, I was so invested that I, I, I literally, I feel like I was um, almost to tears once that ending happened, you know, kind of with you, you know, so yeah, I was. Yeah, so especially good. with the whole Zelda, with the whole Zelda thing, like I, I, and, and I was talking to my son who actually beat the game before I did. Oh. Um, he did the same thing you did. He kind of stumbled onto it. Um, but. Yeah, even he was like, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. His, um, you know, his his father did, did is under the same impression that I was in that. Mm -hmm. Well, that that's guess that's it. Guess she's a dragon forever. <laughs> right. um, uh, there was one other thing that I wanted to say before we close this out. Oh, I remember now. Usually in open world games, um, once I've beaten the final boss. I have little 
urge, or at least less urge, to go back to the game. Like, I intentionally, when I replayed Grand Theft Auto V, I intentionally skipped all the side quests so that I could have something to do after I beat the game. But Grand Theft Auto V, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, all of those games... Like, I did all of my exploring and all of my side quests before I finished the game. So by the time I finished the game, like, uh, there was almost no reason to go back to it other than to explore the world. Right. And with Tears of the Kingdom and with Breath of the Wild before it, I don't feel that so much. Like, there's still so much more to do um, that I'll still be playing this game for months, years. But I think tonight... I'm actually going to hook up my Xbox and play some Grand Theft Auto because I got to get There you money. go. Get a palette chain cleanser. I'm paying six bucks a month for this uh, GTA Plus account. I better, you know, get all of my freebies for the month. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited and sad to put an end to Tears of the Kingdom. Not that that's going to happen anytime soon. I've still got so many shrines and Koroks and other, all this other stuff. But, um, I'm excited to get back to Metroid Prime, uh, Skyward Sword. You know all these yeah, games that I, I kind of that kind of got shoved to the side when when you know Tears of the Kingdom came out. Yeah, same, same Z's. So uh, I guess listeners uh, uh, maybe look forward to <laughs> something other than Tears of the Kingdom. But until then, I guess uh, that's going to be the it for tonight. So if you stuck around this long, I hope you. Um, um, actually had beaten the game, so or just not intending to play in it, and you're listening to the spoilers about it. Ooh, that's fancy. I forgot, I forgot that um, shortly before Tears of the Kingdom came out, I actually bought uh, South Park: The Fractured Butthole. Aha! And I think I played long enough to get through the opening cutscene or the like opening creative play or whatever, and that was it. So like, I've got that entire game to play. Mario. RPG comes out this fall. Mario mm-hmm. Wonder comes out this fall. So, like, as much as I'm excited to keep playing Tears of the Kingdom, I'm glad that I got the story done because at least you won't this, feel guilty moving yeah, on to something else. This game else. is is sucking my soul, and it's nice to not feel guilty playing something else for a while. Yeah, I I have that same. Um, I well, not yet because I'm still trying to beat the last temple and stuff. But I I'm looking forward to having that same um, sweet sweet release. Um, but uh, in any case, uh, thanks Justin for joining me this evening. I do believe we're gonna have a special guest next week. Um, don't want to tease anything in case it doesn't happen. But um, look forward to that. Or don't. I guess you'll find out in episode number. <laughs> certainly, certainly in one of the next uh, one of the next few episodes, <laughs> we're going to have a a special guest yeah. on. So yeah, so be be on the lookout for that. Please be excited. Um, but until then, this has been Please episode understand. number six eighty nine. Um, thank you, Justin, for joining me. Um, this has been Infinite Radio. Oh, hey. If you're old enough, go vote, damn it, because there's something going on. We gotta fix it. So uh, there's your reminder. Bye. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.